You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello. Welcome to the new episode of My Mind with Stephen Taylor. And today we are talking about a lot of things. I always kind of like to go to the Eastern European accent because it's fun. It's so fluffy. It's so nice. And then it turns into something else. Who knows what today will bring? But I know there's a lot of things to discuss. So sit back, relax, listen to number one podcast in Eastern Europe. <laughs> our, our number one guest is this goat. <laughs> And we maybe, maybe we're going to shave the goat. <laughs> well, welcome back. Thanks for coming around the bend into another week, another glorious week. We're already halfway through this week by the time this uh, episode kind of comes out. But look, I, I know I usually do it at the start of the week, but I've started training again. And that's taken a lot of my time on my days off. And I was, obviously I've got other householdly duties that I need to still still do and keep up on. And I still need to do some other things. But no, no excuse. You know, I owe it to to you guys, the very, very important listeners, that I, I bring you this show every week. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and skip a week. Unless I need a break, you know? Because that's something that well everybody needs, evidently, as I found out indirectly. I found out that I needed a break. But um yeah, we'll, we won't talk about that. Well what I want to talk about is how The, the the training is really really helping me get like a lot of perspective out of my um out of life which is great i recommend it for everybody to um to go train whether it be like weight training or a martial art like like i'm doing jujitsu um just doing any kind of training is just really it's just really nice and i'm not going to preach about it but It's just good. It's good to just, you know, w walk somewhere for 10 or 15 minutes or, you know, lift some, lift a bag of potatoes for 20 minutes a day, man. Eh? Like it's really just, it's such a nice feeling afterwards, after you like move your body and you get pr productive and proactive. And unfortunately, like a, a downside of it is like, you know, for me, I just get really tired. <laughs> because I do too much I do too much I did um three I did three classes yesterday which was oh oh the pain the pain and the agony but it was good like I feel so I feel good today I feel tired but I feel really good I feel nice and fresh I feel like I've done my quota for the week you know which is awesome you know that's how that's how I want to feel I want to feel I want to feel good, you know? So, yeah. And I want progression as well. Like, that's why I think um, 
martial arts is like a good thing for me, especially uh, something like jujitsu where I'm not going to get like punched in the face. Like the worst thing that happens in jujitsu for me is like, um, I'll, I'll like pass out from being choked out or like maybe someone will lock on a, an arm bar for too long and just overextend my arm. But you know, I've got pretty flexible arms, so I think I'm okay. Um, it takes a lot to actually really, really bent them out of shape. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really chasing my next progression and the next belt and then the next belt after that. Because like the dream for me years ago was to get a to get the black belt and to, you know, try and open my own school. You know, that's like, yeah, it's such a nice dream to have. And it's obviously it's always nice to have dreams. Sometimes they don't come true, but sometimes they do. I think one of my dreams was to live by the live by the water, and now I live by the water. So you know, conceive, believe, achieve is uh, the uh, great Michael Bisbee. He threw like some explicits at the end there, but you know, conceive, believe, achieve. Just get it done. You know, if you can imagine it and envision it, then it can happen. I think it's true what they say about like putting certain energies out into the universe or like just the the power of positive thinking I think is such a not to get like too caught up in trying to change everybody's minds or whatever but I do believe in the power of positive thinking and I do believe it's a good thing that you can actually you know change your your mood through just just speaking positive things, like not getting drudged down. Like the past is the past and it'll be there forever. You know, there's no point like drudging it up for some reason, unless it's something like really, really damaging. (laughs) I suppose that you need to like unpack and digest and chew up and spit out. But for the most part, you don't really need to, to bring up what happened two weeks ago. Like I rolled one guy last night and he rolled pretty hard. And, uh, you know, just like anyone, I was really, really annoyed that he was like trying to, cause I got a, I got a job to go to, you know, I do this, I'm a, you know, family man. I've got like things to do in my life. And, you know, this guy was like rolling, like it took his lunch money. <laughs> like he was messing my day up and I was, you know, I thought, you know what, just get through the roll. And then if it's a real issue, the next time we roll, then speak something about it. And I was really, really cranky on, on the drive home. And then um, I just kind of just just not got, I just didn't get too bogged down about it. I like, so I like spoke about it with my missus when I got home and um, I just, you know, got it all off my chest. And then that was it. And I'll, I'll happily go and roll with that guy again. I know he'll try and take my arm off. But, you know, that's not me. I'm not there to, to roll and hurt guys. And, you know, I've got, like I said, I've got a job to go to. I've got a family to look after. If I lose a limb or if I break a limb, then I lose work. I lose my job, you know. So, I mean, not, not that dramatic, but it does, um, it does have a very high financial impact on my life if I get injured. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just put the positive vibes out there. I was like, it's all good. It's all good. Nothing's, nothing's going to shake it. It's all sweet. And, um, yeah, well, that's what happened. It was all sweet. So, you know, go join like a, you don't have to go join, but, you know, consider it because it's nice. 
and it's nice to see, especially with jujitsu, not to get like too caught up in like, cause obviously I've got a lot to say about it. And I think that deserves like its own show or segment. This one's going to be, you know, this is the, my mind show. This isn't the MMA hour or whatever, you know, I'm not going to like do that yet. I think I, I, you know, I like to focus on this. I'll talk about anything here, you know, and I'm, I'm quite happy to do that, but you know, I'd like to do in the, in the future, a dedicated, uh, mixed martial arts kind of podcast. Cause I do love it. I've been watching it for so long now that, um, people, people like that are just getting into it. And I, you know, speak the opinion of it and they just like, they don't believe it. You know, they just say, Oh no, 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 no. He's on fire. Like, yeah, he's, he's the guy, he's the guy. And it's like, Oh, but look at the stats, man. Hey, like this fighter has been fighting for this long and he's only hitting his prime when he's 37, you know, like as an example, right? Um, but you know, that's, that's future projects, future projects down the line. But now we're just focusing on making you guys happy and making you guys laugh because that's what we're really in it for. That's what I'm in it for. And like, I'm in it for other reasons as well, but yeah. Yeah. So what else has been happening? I'll tell you one thing really quick, right? So I was talking to my brother about this um, Microsoft flight simulator and it, it does what it says on the tin. You know, it's a simulator about flying, right? You wouldn't believe it. A game called Flight Simulator is about flying, but all it is is you fly. I'm sure you do other objectives in it and whatever, but you fly from one side of the world to the other and you land in their airport. And then that's it. It's like mission done. You know, like it's, it's, it's a legitimate flight simulator. And I'd been like quietly looking forward to this game for the last like maybe six months. I haven't really said anything about it because it's such like a, it's not exactly like a really, really good game to like get behind and to like, you know, want to be, want to be a part of. So, um, you know, I just stay quiet about it, but, um, yeah, it's, so, yeah, so anyway, so I was, I was talking to my brother, and it's like, he, he was like, yeah, yeah, I got it, it was like massive, it was like 200 gig, and I was like, oh, geez, Louise, like, that's a lot, and then he was like, yeah, I put it on my computer, and he's got like a, a pretty decent computer, and he was like, yeah, you know, like, it ran, like, okay, it didn't ran, like, it didn't run, like, super, super well, it ran okay, and I was like, oh, man, like, how's it gonna go? And then I went to download it last night and I can't download it. I just, I cannot because it's on, it's only available to Xbox X, Series X and Series S. And I don't have either. I've got an Xbox One X, right? So I can't even get it. So I've been like looking forward for this game to come out because it's a Microsoft game as well. So it's going to come straight to Games Pass no matter what. I'm pretty confident, right? And I can't even get it now. So I've like built up the, the idea of this game in my head and like how I'm looking forward to flying from like Sydney to LA and I can't even do that. I was gonna like go and do, I was gonna like fly everywhere. I wanted to fly from like Boston to Vegas. Why? I don't know. I wanted to though and now I can't. I can't even do it, you know? But that's all right. That's okay. I'll just, you know, buy my time and wait till 
2023 until I can get an Xbox Series X. Sorry if I'm a bit sniffly. It's just the weather down here. My son's really sick. He's got this horrible cold, like horrible, horrible cold. My wife's sick as well. And I'm trying not to get sick. I'm just not putting it out there. Power of positive thinking, I like to call it, right? So, yeah, so I can't even play this this game, man, eh? Like, it's really, really frustrating. It's really, it really sucks. Because I've been, like, playing GTA heaps, as you guys know. And they've just put a new update in. It's like a tuners update where you can pretty much, like... It's like they, they brought it out at the... Um, around the same time or would like started like thinking about releasing around the same time as Fast and the Furious came out uh, Fast 9 or whatever it is and I, I said to my friend I was like oh yeah it's good of them to as, as a joke mind you as a joke and I was like oh it's good of them to bring out like this tuning thing at the height of like the Fast and the Furious like franchise and he was like what, the one that came out 20 years ago? <laughs> He's saying, like, you know, that was when it was big, like, 20 years ago, which it is. Like, the first one came out, like, 21 years ago, I think. And uh, <laughs> it was so funny, eh? Uh, it was so good. It was just, like, great timing, you know. But, um, but he's right. Like, you know, I won't bang on too much about it because, you know, I dedicated a large portion of the episode to not quite understanding what they do. Like, are they secret agents now? Like, I haven't seen it, but that's that's the vibes I'm getting. I'm getting, like, their superhero vibes. But they just race cars. Can't they just, like, make a movie about racing? Like, can't it just be about racing? Like, when will we ever get that back? When will, when will that franchise go back... Like, when will too far... When will too much be too far? And when will they just go back to, like, street cred and racing? Because at this point, they've been everywhere in the world and been kicked out of every country because they keep blowing stuff up, right? And then... Now... Like, when does it just get back to, like, the downtown club scene in LA? the downtown racing scene in LA like when does it ever get back to that do we ever go back to that like like Dominic Toretto still lives in LA he lived in like Costa Rica or some place and then he lived in the Dominican Republic mm. I, 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 um, I asked my friend as well who's like into cars and I was like man why does like Latino music why is that like the the number one music they listen to in like the Fast and the Furious. Like, why is Latino music so big? And he said, it's just because it's Fast and the Furious. It's because of the ethnicities within the um, within the Fast and Furious realm, which I understand. You know, that makes sense. Like, if he's if Dominic Toretto is like, I'm pretty sure he's Italian. Like, wouldn't they be singing Dino and stuff? Maybe. Anyway, and enough, enough, enough. Anyway, so I think there's a couple of things that may pique your interest. I got a, um, do pray tell, do pray tell I shall. I got a banjo given to me for Christmas. No, for my birthday when I was 29, so two years ago. 
Um, no. How old am I? <laughs> 30, 28 hours. Uh, I got it 28 two years ago. And I, when I had it out in the outback, I played a little bit, tried to tune it, and I ended up breaking a string. So I ended up buying new strings and then put them on there. And then they broke when I moved back to um, not the desert, right? And now I've brought, I've brought it back in. I bought some new strings from Amazon, you know, Amazon. Do you know Amazon? Yeah, we'll talk about Bezos in a minute. Just let, let's get through the banjo stuff first. I'll talk about Bezos in a minute. Um, yeah, so I bought the, I brought it down from the garage. I'm going to clean it up today. This is my little side project today. I'm going to clean it up. I'm going to put the new strings on. And I'm hopefully going to be learning my banjo again. I know like a little bit, like a little bit of bam, 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 bam. But yeah, they're a hard instrument to play. Like I play guitar, not like super regularly, but I do play the guitar. And it's like, it's, it's easy because you just got to hold the chords in the right spot. With like a banjo, it's all about notes. Notes are something... Excuse me. Notes are, notes are something I've always like struggled just with like the coordination side of things. Like I can, I can hold a note, I can hold a chord, sorry, and play the chord, like no issue. But when it comes to like plucking notes and hitting notes, I struggle a lot more. Like it definitely makes it like a little bit harder for me to play and for me to like coordinate. That's why I wanted to like get a banjo because it's something different. It's for one, it's something different to play. It's very different to play. Like, and I, I really want to play. <clears throat> I really want to play some like banjo oriented music because I like I like country music. I like um, I like old country. I think I've said it before. I like old country. I don't like the new wave like country. That's just not my jam, mate. Eh? Like I like you know the Waylon Jennings and the Glen Campbells and um, obviously Johnny Cash. You know they're like Willie Nelson. Yeah, who else we got? Um, off to Chris Christopherson, the Highwayman. You know, the Highwayman. Anyway, so I'm like super keen to play this banjo, and I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. They're a very like interesting instrument. It'd be inter- I'd be interested to know how they kind of came about the banjo because it just makes no sense why you would have like a guitar, right? And then on the guitar, you would have like at the bass where normally there's a cutout. It's just like a drum. Like it looks like a snare drum. (laughs) Yeah, it's so strange. But look, you know, each their own. I'm happy about it. I'm gonna get it done. Um, But yeah, so I got it off Amazon. you You wanna talk about Jeff Bezos? We can, because I think I think it's an interesting conversation to have um, with pr- probably with another person instead of just myself because it's probably pretty one-sided if I just talk about it myself. But feel free to like yell at it through the speakers and give me your opinion. But I was talking to someone about what, like, you know, modern-day, like, billionaires. So you've got, like, uh, Elon Bezos and I guess Bill Gates 
but he's kind of like 90s era, but still a billionaire. But like tech tech giants, you know, like they're they're huge in their fields, right? And I I was I was talking about like who who do you think is the most like innovative? Like who's made the most progress since kind of starting? And I thought that it was like it it would be between like Elon or it would be like Elon Musk or um, Bill Gates and then Bezos. But like this person I was talking to was like, no, it's got to be Bezos. Look how far like Amazon has come. Look how far like, look how big Amazon is compared to where it was like 15 years ago. And look how far like Tesla's come. Like Tesla are only really hitting their stride like now in the last like five years compared to Amazon. Like they've always just constantly, and I'm not like praising Jeff Bezos because I do think he's a, he's a bit of a loser. But, you know, obviously he's got money. I think um, oh, I've seen somewhere that he's 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 got a lot of money. Right, and if he gave a billion dollars to every person on Earth, he would still have like over thirty billion dollars. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? That if someone someone has like so much wealth, that if they gave a billion dollars to every person on the planet, like then he would still have money. That's such a crazy crazy thing man like I couldn't even give a a dollar to a hundred people let alone a billion dollars to eight billion people you know that's why like it's it's such a crazy thing like um greed isn't it like you can do so much for the world but like giving up wealth giving up money is something that's just like, nah, it's not on. I'll happily build a school for Africans so it can get torn down by like militia groups and like anti, anti like political, like renegade soldiers and, you know, get burned down by like village leaders because they don't want anything to do with like Western culture. And it's, everything's like, yeah, yeah, let's build a school in Africa, man. Eh? Like that's, that's definitely going to help people. You know, we'll, um, will send Fred Hollows out to like cure the blind. But this guy has so much accumulative wealth and it's not like he's going to go broke because people still buy stuff from Amazon as well. But he could give everyone, even if he gave like the most, the people in the most populated cities a billion dollars, like he would still have all this money. Like how much, how much like, it's just so greedy. It's such, it's so, it's so crazy to me that like you can have all this money, but you don't want to help people. You want to, you want to like further your own life by like going to space. Like personally, I think, I hope he gets lost in space <laughs> because, because it's so, it's so silly. Like Bill Gates is trying to cure hunger and famine and cure diseases over there. And he's like a tech guy. And then like, this, this Bezos dude is just like, I'm going to space and I'm going to bring my brother. It's like, what are you doing, man? 
Like, like Elon's doing all right. He's like building a fleet of electric cars. And actually, like, I think like the base model Tesla is actually the same price as like a, a brand new Toyota Camry. So they're getting more and more affordable as people buy more of them, right? So he's like limiting. I'm sure he's like got high carbon emissions from producing the cars. I don't know enough about it, but like I'm sure there's enough pollution going into the production of cars and then there's enough um then then and then you know there's close to zero from the actual cars so it's like you know okay i guess it kind of works out but with with this bezo guys he's just like yeah amazon cheap yeah 13 dollars delivery yeah and then he's like, I'm going to space i don't know how jeff bezos stands actually i can't i can't really do his um I can't really do his do his voice, but he's going to space, man. He's in space now, so hopefully, you know, jog on. And more power to you, mate, because you've got so much money that you can't give back. Like, what's like... And it's not like he offers, like, free delivery as well. I'm not, I don't mean to sound like I'm bashing on, like, Jeff Bezos, because, like, you, I can't, I've said it before, you can't knock a hustle. You know, more power to anybody that's hustling and making a dollar man eh? like more power to you but when you've got more dollars than people that's when it gets like a bit absurd and a bit crazy like yeah i don't know man i don't know i don't know not to get like too like i said i'm not trying to get all like jeff bezos bashy but it's just a crazy thing i don't know because if i had like wealth like that i like to think that i would give back i mean I like, I like to think I would. Like, even on here, I'm giving back because I'm sharing my knowledge of, you know, co- cooking or whatever or, like, video games and, like, movies and music and stuff. You know, like, I'm sharing... This is, like, what I have a lot of. So, I'm, like, sharing it with people. You know, it's like sharing the knowledge, sharing the wealth, right? It's not like... It doesn't have a dollar value. It has, like, a emotional value or it has a... Um, metaphoric value you know like it it has value I I like to think it has value I mean it's okay if you don't but I I like to think like this does hold some weight and has some value in what I'm speaking about but when you've got like a hundred hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars and you can't even like I'm sure he has done good things. Actually, I'm sure he has done good things. But when you can't even offer free delivery, <laughs> but you can know you offer free delivery if you sign up to Prime Video. Like, come on. Come on, man. Eh? Like, this is a joke. This is, this sucks. Oh, what a world. What a world we live in. So, I know what you're thinking. There's a lot of birthdays coming up. September. September is the most popular birthday month of the year. You can imagine why. It's New Year's. Everybody gets pregnant on New Year's and then has kids in September, right? In September. I know what you're thinking. September. You got Father's Day in September. You got birthdays in September. And then you've got, I think everywhere celebrates it. You've got Christmas coming up. And do you know what could be a good gift for your father-in-law, your brother, your, your cousin, your nephew, your uncle, whatever, your father, do I say father? Father-in-law, it doesn't matter, stepfather, whatever. A good gift could be 
gifting them the gift of some smooth balls, right? And I know you've, you've heard it all before. You've heard, man, these these trimmers. Like I'm not sure how they're gonna how they're gonna go on my on my my nether region. Well, I'll tell you what, they do okay. I've been using one regularly for um, about four weeks now, and I've never felt like cleaner within myself down there. It's been really good. It's been so easy that. I can just bam, get it done in the shower. I used to do it, you know, I used to like keep it clean. I'd use scissors and I'd use beaks, like disposable shavers. Like that that would be the sole purpose I would get these things for. It's just to quickly go, right? But with this, I just need to easily just boom, straight in the shower. It's waterproof. This smooth my balls shaver, the Turf Chopper 3.0. It's um, it's a third generation, obviously, because it's three, and it's only getting better. I mean, the next one, the four one, is going to have some bells and whistles on it. I'll tell you that. Like, it's going to be a good one. But, you know, well, let's stick with the three for now. It's doing really good things. Um, it, it's doing good. You know, it's got a lot of five-star reviews on their... Um, on their on their website which is really good you know they've got a lot of testimonials which say positive things and i'm telling you positive things and i'm you know you've got to use this discount code that i've got exclusively um before it runs out i don't even know when it runs out but if you if you go to smoothmyballs.com slash my mind um and then you can get a little bit of a discount, a, a, a little bambino, a discounto, right? Is that a word? Doesn't matter. Anyway, you can get a discount. So focus on that because that could be a good thing. You could get discounted things. That's awesome, right? And it's a good gift idea. And it's a way of saying, it's a way of getting someone something without actually saying that they've got a lot of hair. Because you don't know what their nether... Well, I hope that you don't know what, like, some people's nether regions looks like. Because you never know, right? And, you, you know, you could say, oh, you know, give it a go. We don't have to talk about it. You can just have this. And then we can talk about it later, right? So you can go ahead and get some smooth balls. And it's a good gift as well. Like, it's got a cool name. It doesn't take itself too serious. But it does some serious work. So go and check it out. So without getting like too bogged down about life's current situation, life's current state. Um, I think everything else is going well. Yeah. I think all things considered, it's not too bad. You know, obviously with the the whole, you know, the thing that we don't speak about here, you know, we don't have to speak about it, but it's definitely changed everyone's lives. But everyone's, seems to be getting on all right you know obviously some people more than others i don't like to talk about it eh? because i'm just like i'm not educated enough to like have a real opinion on it i've I've got like an opinion that matters to like people around me but as far as like voicing it out into the actual world like it's not like a justified thing eh? like oh i get my information like everybody else man i get it from um the news you know, I get it from like ABC or SBS, you know, I try not to read too much into like media outlets because it's just so much, there's just so much information these days. Like that's the age we live in. We live in this information. They used to say the, the eighties, 
excuse me, was like the information age. That is 100% false. Like now is the age of information because information can change the tide of everything. You know, it can just change the tide depending on where you live is what Google's even said it like that's their Google and YouTube. Like that's how their algorithm works. It's like depends on like, and it does it without you knowing you don't ask to be in this algorithm. Like I don't ask to be, if this was on YouTube, I wouldn't, I, you know, I'm sure I'd have to participate in this, um, for some reason. And I am looking at doing YouTube stuff like later on in life, you know, once I'm done with this stuff and worked this stuff out. But, you know, I I wouldn't ask to be in an algorithm. You know, if people look for it and find it, that's awesome to do You know, more than happy to do that. That's cool, right? But, you know, that's the way the algorithm works. It it works by, like, where you are, what demographic you you work, you, you know, you live in. So, like, poor, middle class, whatever, or, you know, <clears throat> or if you're rich and then it works off what you watch, what you listen to and what you search, like in your Google, because Google on YouTube, right? So it's only right that they, I don't know, somewhat control, not necessarily control, but they have, they're privy to information, right? About your area, not necessarily yourself, but the area, they can make certain judgment calls, right? So if I lived in, which I do, I do live in a poorer demographical area considered by like the government and Google apparently, a lot of the videos I get, they're all inspirational and they're all about how to accumulate wealth or get wealth and like be wealthy but not rich. You know what I mean? They're all about like, I get a lot of ads about like investment or like, um, yeah, stuff like that. Like, it's really, yeah, it's strange because I don't necessarily care about that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm obviously, like anybody, I want to save money and buy a house or do whatever, but I don't need to be told that or, like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a nonconformist down to, the, down to the wire. Like, I don't really like people telling me what to do, man. Hey, like, it's just how I am I don't like it I, you know I'm more than happy to do things but don't demand that I do it don't press don't like push your ideals or the subject matter on me like let me make my own decision that's what I like I like freedom of choice I like freedom of of words freedom of expression I like freedom <laughs> you know I don't like to be told when I should do something or how I should do something that's like the you know the crazy thing about now is like um, if I want to get the vaccine, like, let me choose to do it. You know, like it's about giving people choice. It's, it's about like, when you don't, when you make it no choice, that's when it's an issue. That's when it becomes a problem. I think like, and not just with the vaccine with anything, you know, like if you speak to your child, and you don't give them the choice of playing with their toys or going to bed, you know, it's just go to bed. You know what I mean? Like then you know that you're not giving them them choice and for them to like compute like you know obviously it's time and circumstance you're not going to send your kid to bed at like two o'clock in the afternoon depending on the age when they can you know play with their toys or whatever but you know it's about like giving them the choices that they need to make and they need to learn from because otherwise they're not learning anything you know without the choices there right like life's about a series 
I post a series of like oh sorry I just got a message that said post stuff so it got me off topic I'm sorry (laughs) hang on Um, but you know you you take away choice you take away freedom and you take away like their expression then they're just going to be like it's just built in habit to do what everybody else does and do what what's expected instead of them making their own decisions right that's what I think the I know you know no one told me to, to get where I am, you know, like I made that choice and like we all do. We all made the choice to get there. Um, no matter what, you know, it's not like in, you know, some families there's like six generation watchmakers, you know, cause they're not given a choice by like either family members or oppression or whatever, you know, that's like, you know, the people that don't love it, that's what they do. It's like, nah, you're a watchmaker. That's, that's your job. That's your title. That's all you'll ever be. That's all you'll amount to. doesn't matter how far you take the business. You're always going to be a watchmaker. Like, there's no choice there. It's just, you are that. I think, you know, obviously I'm one dude and I'm just talking crap, but yeah, I think choice and like freedom of choice are just like, yeah, they're just big things that are very important. So I, I wouldn't want to wake up and then have to like look at the news and say like people are getting fines for leaving the house because they're not vaccinated. As an example, you know, like I would not want to wake up to that world. I think that's the biggest problem with like, uh, you know, like I don't like to talk about these things, but the biggest problem is like it's not about the vaccination and it's not about like coronavirus or whatever. It's about taking away liberty and taking away choice. You know, that's like the, the, that's what like every country has like fought for in some way or in some manner. We've like all fought for choice and freedom of choice. Like that's like what a lot of like the Middle East kicks up about is that it's a, you know, they're, they're just trying to make choices. They, they just want the, they just want the opportunity to make their own choice. And that's like, even like a lot of like businesses that micromanage, it's like, if you don't give that employer or employee a chance to mess up, if you just never give them that chance, then they will, then they're not going to know if they're good enough to do it. You know, if you take away all liberty or choice from like the job, then they'll never know if they can even do the job because you won't let them try. You won't give them the choice or the chance to give it a go. You know, that's the hardest thing. You gotta let the, you gotta let every person make a mistake. If every, if no one made a mistake, then what do you learn? You know, you, you don't, you, you got, you, you can't see life as like winning and losing. It's just you win or you learn. And that's, that's all it is. You make the right choice, you make the wrong choice. And what do you make, what do you learn from the wrong? That's what, that's what life's about. That's the meaning of life, really. It's not about a series of righting wrongs. It's not about living well and living happy. It's about like making mistakes and growing as a person. That's what I think the meaning of life is. You know, you make enough mistakes to like, not necessarily right them or wrong them, but you make enough to learn and then you learn 
and then you you teach people younger than you. You teach the next generation how you learn from that experience, so they don't make the same choice. They make the same choice, but they get a different outcome because you tell them that you did this and it didn't work, <laughs> right? I think, yeah. So, like, uh, as an example, right? I used to cut onions a certain way, and then. I watched someone else cut an onion and they did it in a different way. And I've been cutting onions for years. I've been cutting onions this way for years and I always came into the same problem with the way I cut onions that I would not get, it would be even, but there would be some parts I would have to discard. And then I watched this guy do it, I didn't ask, I just watched. And he did a certain way, did it, and they were all nice and even. And I thought, did I just get taught about 10 years ago or 11 years ago, however long, did I just get taught how to like cut an onion wrong? And have I been cutting an onion wrong this whole time? Like, is that what, is that what I've been doing? Have I just been cutting onions wrong, right? And then I cut the onion I cut another onion on another day and did it that way and realized I had been cutting onions wrong the whole time. So like what they taught me at TAFE and what they taught me, or what they taught me at TAFE really, and what they taught me like um, early on in my career was like a way to cut an onion, right? It was a way to cut it. It wasn't the way, right? There's like... <laughs> You know, you, we, I, you know, I like to, I think, you know, one of my favorite expressions is a thousand ways to skin a cat because there's a hundred ways to do anything, right? There's, you know, there's more than one way to open a door, right? You don't have to just turn the knob. You can kick it if you want, you know, if you're really that inclined. Or you can, you know, take the screws off or shoot it down or blow it up, whatever, man, whatever. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that through years of someone else's training, and then passing their knowledge on to me, that was the way to cut an onion. That was the way to cut an onion. And then it took me until like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that it just clicked in my head that that was a way to cut an onion. It wasn't the way. You understand what I'm saying? Like it was, there's a different way to do things. And then I didn't get, or I didn't see I didn't see the lesson until it was too late. And now I'm like, now obviously I'm gonna cut onions this way, as an example, right? And now I'm gonna pass that on to the next generation. Is that, that's how you cut the onion. This is how I find success, cutting the onion this way. Crazy, isn't it? You wouldn't think something as little as an onion can really change how you do things and like your perspective. It's like when they put those videos up on like Buzzfeed or like, I'm not bashing them, but like, you know, like the life hack channels and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they, they put in there like, you know, guys that have 200 IQ and all they do is like, they take out the avocado from the skin using a schooner glass. It's like, what? Like, what are we doing? Like, that's not like, you don't need a high IQ to like do that. You know, like, you can just use a spoon. (laughs) 
Yeah, some of these like some of these hacks are just like crazy. Like I watched one the other day because they just come up and you watch them. Like everybody's guilty of it. Everybody watches stuff, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be good stuff or bad stuff. It's just stuff, right? So I um. I was watching this video and this guy was like cutting an onion. We're back on onions. He was cutting an onion and he was like, all right, all right, all right, guys. This is how, this is how you cut an onion, you don't cry, right? And he like cuts this onion. He says, you don't take the root off. You don't take the root off. And then he, he cuts it and he doesn't do a brumoir. If you know what a brumoir is, then good. If you don't, it's a small dice, right? It's a small dicing of a vegetable. And he cuts it and then doesn't even do like the proper steps for a brumoire and cuts it and he goes, look, perfectly diced, perfectly diced. And it wasn't because it wasn't a fucking brumoire, right? Excuse me, I shouldn't swear. But it's it's something I feel passionate about. Like when you say, when you say you're going to small dice something and it's not a small dice, then you're just not doing the job. Or if you've interpreted that as a brumoire, then you're wrong. Anyway, so he was like, you got to have a sharp knife, you got to keep the root on and that's how you cut an onion. And that's how you don't cry when you cut an onion. Meanwhile, this dude was just like sitting on a stool, not even standing up. He was just sitting on a stool, right? And he was sitting, he was sitting there cutting an onion. And like, he didn't even do a small dice. And that's like, what if you want sliced onions? You can't keep the root on then, bud, right? You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cut the root out. Otherwise, how's it gonna like, spread into a slice mate like you're gonna cut that for a mirepoix or like for stock right like what are you doing man you're teaching people the wrong thing you're teaching people like not a good way not a successful way to cut an onion first of all don't sit down and like wear chef whites in your home kitchen thinking that you're like the bee's knees of culinary skills because you can sit down and cut an onion yeah everyone can do that kids do that mate like you can't just sit there and like be all high and wide. He's like, this is the only way to cut an onion. I just told you, I just told all these guys a story of how I've been cutting onions wrong. And then you're like feeding the masses with this horrible way to like dice an onion. It's not even a good dice, man. Eh? Like, I don't understand how you can sit down and cut an onion. I don't get it. I can't, I, I, I probably could, but like that would not be the way that I would want someone else to learn. It's like when you're cutting an onion professionally, I'm in my chef whites, I'm at home, I'm sitting on a stool, there's a table in front of me or a cooking or a bench, this is how you cut an onion while you're sitting down. It's like, get up, mate. Just stand up. Stand up, right? Have your shoulders, have your shoulders up and posture up have your legs shoulder width apart and then show me how to cut an onion. Don't just sit there because you're like too lazy to get up. That's, that's idiotic man, eh? That's idiotic. That's idiocracy, right? I just, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled by some of the life hack stuff that's out there. And then people take those like, oh, that's how you do it. It's not how you do it. It's not how you do anything. There's like a proper way to do things and there's a lazy way to do things. Right? The proper way is always harder and it, you always get a better result. Not like sitting there, just sitting there. I couldn't get over it, man. Hey, eh? like he's sitting there 
on a stool in his chef whites telling people like this is how you cut an onion for one and this is how you don't cry cutting an onion first of all you're so far away from the onion because you're sitting down and the onion's about eight feet in front of you while you're trying to cut it with your long arms while you're sitting down mate that's the real reason you're not crying it's because you're not hunched over it like every other chef your knife sharp no, you, th- that does matter I'll give him that like having your knife sharp matters but sitting down away from it and leaning back away from the onion get real mate jog on get real I'm over it I'm over you I'm over you and your onions anyway I don't really like life hack videos eh? I watch them because they're like you know I watch them but I don't, I don't understand the food ones Mainly because I'm around food so much. I don't... I don't enjoy them. Yeah. It's like the, the, the egg peeling one. And they put like a bit of water... They boil an egg, right? And then they put a bit of water in a cup. And then they crack the eggshell. And then they put it in the cup. And they just like move it back and forth on the bench. Like sliding it. And it slowly breaks down and like cracks all the shell. And it takes about, I tried this, and it took me about 15 minutes to get about three quarters of the shell off. It took a long time to do. And these videos don't tell you that. They just, you know, boom, done, eggs peeled. It takes me about, I don't know, about 20 seconds to peel an egg these days. Like it doesn't take long. It takes less than 20 seconds, I would say, to peel an egg. And the trick is to do it when they're hot. When they're not hot, but when they're warm. And then you just run them over a bit of cold water and you peel the egg with your thumb, right? You make sure you take the ectoplasm off, which is the underlining of the um, of the egg, the egg lining. You take that with the shell. As long as you get that, you're sweet. Start at the bottom end at the top. That's it. Peel an egg. Don't put it in a skewy with a bit of water and then crack it. First of all, you crack the egg. First of all, you crack it. Don't peel it. Just crack it a little bit. And then put it in a cup, a little bit of water, and then shake it around. That's not an official... I, like, when we tried this, the guy was like, oh, I've seen this video of how to, like, peel an egg. And this is how we're going to peel the eggs. This is the most efficient way to peel an egg. 15 minutes later, it was not an efficient way to peel an egg. When you're peeling, like, 20 to 30 eggs a day, like, it is not efficient and it does not work well. At all. At all. So don't try it. Or try it if you want. I don't care. I don't care how you pee your eggs. Because it's not, it's not my agenda to push that onto you guys. I'm just going to say that putting it in a sugar glass is idiotic with a bit of water. Or peeling an avocado. D like, I don't know what you would call it. D gloving. D de-pulping <laughs> an avocado don't use a skin glass just use a spoon take the seed out even use a spoon take the seed out just use the handle bit boop take it out it's easy mm. that concludes my rant I'll stop now eh? I think I've got to stop I'm getting too angry eh? I'm too angry over these life hack videos alright that's it now that I've been like really revved up in the onions and that I'm gonna end it 
We had good energy today. It's been good. It's been a good show. We started off a bit sluggish, but we ended strong. I'm really happy with it. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. And if you want to go and... Well, this is the plug part. If you didn't hear, because the music's playing, you didn't hear it? All right. I'll work on that. But this is the plugs part. So if you have been enjoying the show or you like the show, um, go and follow us on Spotify or follow us on Instagram, which is My Mind Podcast, which is M No Vows, strictly No Vows, M Y M N D P D C S T, right? You can go follow the journey there and follow, you know, I've put up some, I've been put, putting heaps of like Deadpool comic book art up because it, I just really enjoy it. And, um, and they look cool. So sorry, Marvel, if it's like an infringement thing, please don't send a cease and desist because technically I own them. I guess I don't own them to redistribute them. Anyway, I digress. Um, but you can go follow the, the Facebook or the Facebook or the Facebook group, which is my mind with Stefan Taylor, both on Facebook. You can go like and leave a review there. We can go to iTunes as well or Google and you can follow follow there or you can write a review there. Left five stars, obviously. Five stars. Because we're giving five star we're doing five star things over here. Doggy. I mean come on. We're doing some five star things here. You know, throw it out there. And if you got any inquiries or you want to hear um, maybe you want a story about onions that you want to voice to me. You can send an email to mymindpodcast at gmail.com, mymindpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you'll notice I didn't, um, I didn't talk too much. I did actually. I spoke for about 45 minutes about onions. Let's be honest. Like it was a long onion. Yeah. It's just like, I just don't get it. I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. I'll wrap it up, I'll wrap it up. Um, But thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with another brand new show, and I'll try not to talk about onions for all of it. Thank you, and um, I'll see you soon.